welcome to Cultural Quarter of an Hour podcast with Charlotte Foster. This podcast is a weekly look at Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire through its culture, as the name suggests. But what is culture? Well, for me, culture is the everyday culture, the stuff you see going on around you all the time, the stuff that just happens. It is a community and it is the people. Welcome to this week's episode of Cultural Quarter of an Hour. Hope you are well. This week I've been speaking to Gemma and Amanda. They're from the Collective Skills Project. They've been working in Hearts Hill on a special lockdown art project called Community Clave. Now, this is one of those projects I told you about a few weeks ago, the Get Creative at Home uh, scheme that's been around. So I caught up with Gemma and Amanda on, well... I'm going to be honest, it's a slightly dodgy Zoom call. So there are a little couple of bits here or there where the audio doesn't quite go to plan. But hey, that's the new normal. Collective Skills Project um, was born sort of last year. Myself and Gemma are really good friends. We've been friends for over sort of six, seven years now. And we've got a shared love of community events, projects and just the local community in general. So Collective Skills Project, um, our aim is to reduce loneliness and isolation by bringing people together in local communities to develop and share key life skills. And you've been doing a special project through uh, parts of lockdown with the people of Hartsill, haven't you? Tell me a little bit about what, what, what you've been doing. We came up with an idea called Community Clay, and that was to try and get the people with Hartsill to get involved with making clay decorations at home and then tying their creations around the lampposts um, along the road to kind of create a pop-up ceramic street gallery. Um, so that was the, the idea we came up with because we thought, oh, it'll get them creative, something to do with adults and children, all the family. And then also it's um, kind of the street gallery will show all the creations, make it a bright, happy place when people are walking past. Yeah, I really love the idea of this. The whole, it's not just, the, it's not the final product. It's, the, it's everything is, is, is part of it, isn't it? It's, it's the making, it's the, it's the doing, then it's the, the clay drying and then going out on display. It's the whole process. How have people reacted to the project? And we've had a really good um, response from the community and um, local businesses have also wanted to get involved um, just to get people more creative in lockdown. And I think it's um, a time for sit down, kind of take a time out of your general day to day activities, especially during lockdown. And it's a sense of nostalgia for some, the pottery's heritage and it's a sense of community and um, I think using the air drying clay, it's easy to mould and it's fast drying and um, no firing and it's really got the community creative so what when you first approached people in Hearts Hill with the idea what did they sort of say to you as a company or did you ask them what their ideas were how did you just get this project started it was a general chat between myself and Gemma first of all um, and we just wanted to do something different and something inspiring for all the, the community to see really and um, we're really close to the hospital so with staff of the hospital visitors to the hospital they could then walk around and and see the pop-up um street art gallery really how big was your project how many people were involved 
Yeah, so um, initially we thought around about 200 people, that would be the goal for the project. If we can reach 200 people and 200 households, then then that would be amazing. Um, in total, with the clay that we had left, we managed to reach 290 households in total. So um, yeah, a lot of designs and a lot of people getting creative at home, which is which is amazing. It's everything that we could have asked for, really. And just imagining all the little sparks of creativity that are going to be going off in those 290 households. That's, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree. And um, it's a chance for um, younger and older people to get creative. And um, yeah, everyone really enjoyed it. And what stuff has been created? A lot of people have been sharing images on social media, which is great. We've got the hashtag get creative at home um, community clay. So everybody that participates can can see um, can see other people's um, examples of what they've done. We've had tributes to the NHS, um, inspirational messages, um, a range of animals such as turtles, elephants, snails. And um, one participant has also done a cheesy oat cake as well. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, a cheesy oat cake. You can't have anything in Stoke on Trent without it being connected to oat cakes, can you? Definitely. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's quite important as well. You mentioned being close to the hospital. The the the, the contribute. I think everyone wants to contribute something to or give something back to the NHS, don't they? Even if it is just a bit of art on the way to on the way to work. And I think I think that's a really nice thing for the Hartsill community to be able to do as well. Was it something that people were talking to you about when they were doing it? Yeah, I think um, a key message has always been um, stay at home, protect lives, protect the NHS. And even just walking down Hearts Hill, you've got displays in various windows in people's homes. With Community Clay, we wanted to give people the opportunity to create anything that they wanted to, really. So we didn't have a brief. Um, we just said, get creative and just create something that inspires you and would inspire others. Obviously, we're in a sort of strange space at the moment with lockdown beginning to ease and there's a lot of nervousness around. Do you think or what do you think the future will hold for for people in the area? And I know you're very much based on you know, how trying to reduce loneliness. Do you think that's something that we're going to be looking at still, even though times are changing a little bit? I think that loneliness issue is still out there a lot, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's um, it will still be out there. We've been working with the residents association um, on a local COVID um, project within the area. Anyway, um, I think moving forward, um, it'll it'll make the community even stronger. Um, I know that we've got a few workshops planned um, in the future when hopefully we can all meet up again, which is about those generations linking with the younger generations um, and just sharing key life skills and a lot of upcycling projects and just sharing their knowledge with the general community, really. I think um, programmes like the Repair Shop, Money for Nothing, um, has really highlighted the fact that um, we do have everyday items which would usually be thrown away. Um, even if you haven't got the skills and knowledge, there are people out there, and particularly older people that may be self-isolating and have no family around that do have the skills and they could pass it on, really. So that's one of the key areas which we are looking to develop um, in the next few months, hopefully. Like you say, lockdown has given, everyone, well, has given some people a long pause to sort of sit down and have a think about things. But it, I think it has 
inspired people a lot to see what is around them and to have that little moment of creativity as and when they can, even if it's appreciating creativity from somewhere else, if that makes sense. So seeing, I've, I've loved seeing all the rainbows in people's windows. Um, I've loved seeing all the decorations everywhere, like you say. And it's some, you don't need to be the person doing the creativity to benefit from creativity, do you? Yes, so obviously a lot of people that haven't participated in the project, um, it, for them, if, if like you said, if they're on the way to work or if they're going to the shops, um, for a lot of people it might be the only time that they pop to the shops, especially people self-isolating. Um, it just gives them a chance to have a look at people's work that have been creative out there and um, hopefully will put a smile on their face and show you what a great community we have. And I know um, a lot of people that participated in the project, um, we sent out a short feedback survey um, after and 100% said they thought, thought the community um, brought, brought everyone together, really. Oh, wow. That's an amazing. How did you feel when you, when you saw that? that? You know, that would make your day, surely. Yeah, really, really, really happy. Um, we sort of logged on, um, had, a, had a chat together um, over the phone and we were like, wow, 100, 100% of people said that um, the project brought a sense of community spirit during lockdown and helped them to get creative at home. And that's kind of everything that we could have wished for when starting the project, really. How about as artists yourselves, how has lockdown been for you guys? Has it been tough? Has it forced you to think things differently? What, what, where are you that you didn't think, you, you, you know, compared to March or sort of February time? Um, personally, I think um, I've looked inwards a lot and become really conscious about living and trying to kind of not waste as much and things that we're throwing away to think oh what can I do with this how can I reuse this instead of throwing it away and becoming really um more practical really um without going to the shops and buying new try to try to make do and reuse really so I've recently just learn to start embroidery so um I've I've done that as a new skill I guess and um, it's something that I never thought that I would have time for um, during lockdown and it just helps to kind of step away from the outside, concentrate on something um, for half an hour, um, sit down and just sort of have that little bit of mindfulness. Um, so I think that starting embroidery has, has really helped and that's one of the new skills that I've got from lockdown. So we like I said, we're facing a new normal. How do you think you will be growing and developing for the rest of 2020 that's a big question it sounds like a job interview question I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) um I think for well for one it'll be nice to actually meet up face to face in person when we can and we have had a lot of zoom calls with family friends um like yourself Charlotte it's it's great to see people face to face but um I'm really missing that um that connection with people um, face-to-face in person. So I think um, new skills that people have learned, then maybe start up some new groups or see what the community want really and um, just hopefully get people and the community closer together when this is all over. I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing about the project in Hearts Hill. Maybe you saw it. I'd love to know if you were part of that project. Get in touch in all the usual ways. I'll give you the details at the end. If you would like to be part of Cultural Quarter of an Hour 
as lockdown starts to ease and we start to get out a little bit more, I still want to know what you're up to. Tell me all the good things going on where you are. You can get in touch in all the normal ways. So I'm on Twitter at CQHpod, Facebook, Cultural Quarter of an Hour, or you can find me via at CQHpod as well on Facebook. And you can also find me on email as well. It is at CQHpod at gmail.com. Please do get in touch. I look forward to hearing from you.